Immerse yourself in the things and ways of God. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good Monday morning, my friends. Today we are moving on in 1 Timothy chapter 4. Today we're studying verses 11 through 16. What I love about this passage is that this is Paul's specific advice to Timothy. Um, A lot of what he teaches his apprentice in the faith throughout the book of 1 Timothy um, is helpful uh, for a variety of reasons for ordering the life of the church. Um, But what Paul says in verses 11 through 16 is specific to Timothy in a very unique way. And um, I find these words uh, also challenging for myself and for uh, the living out of my calling and the living out of my ministry. And so uh, today we're going to dig into 11 through 16, and we'll be finishing out the chapter. Uh, But before we get into the text, let's go before the Father. Heavenly Father, we thank you once again. Uh, thing about Monday, Lord, that I like is that it's a fresh start. It's a clean slate, and we give you thanks for that. Uh, Father, we pray that you would speak through your word today uh, and that we would have ears to hear and we would have eyes to see and hearts ready to respond uh, to the things that we discover as we read your word today. Send your spirit to guide us through uh, and to... um, deepen our awareness of the insights uh, that you have for us and uh, to be the one that helps us uh, read your word with uh, understanding. We thank you, God, for this time to study, and we're grateful for it. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, Paul writes these words to Timothy, 1 Timothy four eleven through 16. Command and and teach these things. Let no one despise you for your youth, but set the believers an example in speech and conduct and love and faith and purity. Until I come, devote yourself to the public reading of Scripture, to exhortation, to teaching. Do not neglect the gift you have, which was given you by prophecy when the council of elders laid their hands on you. Practice these things. Immerse yourself in them so that all may see your progress. Keep a close watch on yourself and on the teaching. Persist in this, for by doing so, you will save both yourself and your hearers. Um, So, um, Paul's first encouragement is that um, Timothy would operate uh, in the um, authority of the spiritual mandate he's been given as a leader in the church. And um, he follows up on what he had been teaching in verses 6 through 10. And he says, command and teach these things. In other words, what I've given you in this passage, uh, pass these things on to others because it's reliable advice. This is trustworthy spiritual advice. And one of the things that Paul conveyed in the previous passage was Uh, for the believers to avoid getting caught up by irreverent silly myths, but to train themselves for godliness. Uh, Bodily training has some value, but spiritual training has value both for the present life and the life to come. And so Paul is saying, 
command and teach these things, pass these things on to the brothers and sisters. Um, Timothy was obviously a young man, and Paul's advice to him in verse 12 is relevant. He says, let no one despise you for your youth. Um, People aren't always receptive to being led by young leaders. Um, If you've been in that position before, you've been in a position of leadership as a young adult, um, just um, kind of sharpening your teeth on your career. Uh, People, whether you're excellent at what you do and do it with great professionalism and uh, great ability, uh, often because of your youth, your young uh, stature, um, people will uh, look down on you or not respect your leadership. And Paul is saying, don't let anyone despise you for your youth. Set the believers an example in speech and conduct and love and faith and purity. Have them catching up to you. <laughs> Set such a high bar example that they would have to catch up to you to uh, emulate your example. And so uh, he, this is encouragement to Timothy to say, hey, look, I know that there's some people gunning for you because you're young. There's some people looking down their nose at you because you're uh, not as mature as they are. You don't have as much experience as they do. Uh, You set an example for them and set such a high bar for yourself that the believers will have to catch up to you to arrive at the place that you are. And so he's uh, he's saying, be above reproach. Set an example that that they can admire and that they can shoot for, that they can aim their own lives at. Um, so that no one has a reason to trip you up, uh, that the example you set is so uh, excellent. And so um, that's great advice for a young professional, particularly a young person in ministry. Um, Yes, there's a lot that is gained through wisdom and years, and there's a lot of lessons that life will teach you along the way. And, And obviously for a young person, they're still learning those things. Uh, but for someone who is committed to the way of God, who is spiritually empowered for their ministry, um, the Lord's insights and the Lord's teachings through that person, uh, uh, the lack of years don't necessarily matter. Um, and so we want to honor the gifts that we see active and alive in others, regardless of their age. And so Paul is saying, hey, you keep on doing what you're called to do. He says, until I come... Devote yourself to the public reading of Scripture. Nowadays, when we see somebody reading Scripture uh, in the town square or in a busy public place, we kind of think they're a little crazy. But Paul is actually encouraging Timothy toward the public reading of Scripture. Now, that could be that he's encouraging him to read Scripture publicly in the setting of the church's gathering. But it may also be that he's saying, hey, go out into the world and set yourself up a little booth and you um, read scripture out loud in the open where people are gathering. It's a great witnessing tool, and I have often thought, what a great way to get people's attention, Um, just to go out in in public and read scripture and let people deal with their own attitudes about that. (laughs) Uh, He says, devote yourself to exhortation, that is the uh, the proclamation and preaching and exhorting of people through the word uh, and to teaching. Um, do not neglect the gift you have, Timothy, which was given to you uh, by prophecy 
when the council of elders laid their hands on you. Paul is calling Timothy to remember back to the moment of his of the affirmation of his calling by the elders in the church who were laying holy hands on him and men were speaking prophecy over him. They were in the spirit and sensing what God was preparing to do through this servant Timothy. And they were pronouncing these words of prophecy over him in that setting. And it gives me, uh, it just gives me a powerful chills to think about that moment for Timothy. And if you've experienced something like that, where faithful people are laying hands on you and praying over your life and speaking truth into your life, it's a powerful thing. And Paul is saying, don't forget that. Don't neglect the gift that was prophesied over you in that moment. You have gifts in the Spirit. Use them for the sake of the kingdom. Practice these things, he says in verse 15. Immerse yourself in them. In other words, immerse yourself in the things and ways of God. Immerse yourself in your calling. Don't neglect it, but but nurture this thing that God has given you uh, so that all may see your progress in the faith. He says, keep a close watch on yourself. He says, be careful. Don't let your guard down. That's when sin likes to slip in. That's when the enemy likes to trip us up is when we're getting comfortable. We let our guard down and we think we've got things licked. Oh, that's a dangerous time for us. We're highly susceptible in that place where we think we have got it licked, where we've got our our proclivities, where we've got our shortcomings, where we've got the things that can tempt us and trip us up licked. Paul says, keep a close watch on yourself and on the teaching. You hold fast to that teaching and you hold that teaching close to your heart and you protect the gospel. You are a champion of the gospel and you protect it from those who would seek to destroy it. Persist in this, for by doing so you will save both yourself and your hearers. In other words, um, by your faithfulness to the gospel, um, that's your salvation. The, the truth of the gospel is all of our salvation. And it will be to his hearers also because he'll be preaching the gospel in truth and purity. And um, there were those in this day who were seeking to pervert the gospel, who were seeking to change the gospel, alter the gospel through teachings that were not true, through adding things that were not expected. And Paul is saying, be careful. You need to stay the course. Uh, hold that gospel as precious and persist in it. And by doing so, you're, you're assuring your salvation and that of others who will hear the truth of the gospel, the truth of what Jesus did for them and, and how his sacrifice uh, on their behalf and your behalf saves you and saves them. Great, great words from Paul, uh, challenging words and encouraging words for his young son of the faith. All right, my friends, thanks for taking time out of your Monday morning to study. God bless you as you continue to consider these words today.